Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Monday, but really the Packers are in a bit of the netherworld as far as their schedule goes. Uh, they'll be having a light practice tomorrow. The guys are off today, light practice tomorrow. Then they're off again on Wednesday as the Packers reset their schedule to get ready for Monday night. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday practices Sunday travel, Monday game. So little different schedule this week, but we'll be here. Packers Daily, Monday through Friday, talking with you guys, Packers fans worldwide, because that's how we roll. The Packers coming off a brutal loss to the Detroit Lions, and something I was you know, just thinking about kind of throughout the weekend and watching all the other games on Sunday and last night, etc. It's time for some of these veteran leaders to start to lead. As far as we're, we we see, obviously we're privy to Matt and the coaches, especially today where they had a, a lineup of media availabilities, and we of course get you know notes and quotes from Jordan after the game, starting quarterback as we should. Um, but yeah, the Preston Smiths, the Kenny Clarks of the world, uh, we've obviously probably lost David Bakhtiari for the season, but even he. Uh, according to Matt, wants to talk to reporters later this week. Um, you know, it's time to hear some of these veteran voices come to the fore and or just not their voice, but their play on the field. Um, and you look at defense, man, Rashawn Gary is wrecking shop and the rest of the edge group is incredibly quiet. And I don't think, you know, Preston's playing poorly. I think he's actually playing pretty solid football. But his production is not there, and he's got to start stepping up. I think Kenny Clark would tell you they're probably playing too, him too many snaps, but he's needed, as usual. Uh, got to up his game. Got to probably, maybe, possibly uh, talk to the coaches about how they're using him as far as you got to limit got to limit his snaps a little bit. I mean, this guy, you're talking about trying to keep Aaron Jones fresh. Can we keep Kenny Clark fresh? Can we keep Kenny fresh not only for these games but for the stretch here for the season things like that i just you know and look i'm I'm sure some of these conversations are happening behind closed doors but it's time for the leaders to lead i mean you're sitting there at two and two i think most people told you would have told you come coming into the season if we start two and two that's you know fairly respectable as far as having such a young team lots of guys trying to figure stuff out and matt trying to figure out what works with this squad and his coaching staff trying to do their best to yeah, get the guys in the right positions, what have you. But, you know, I think it's the onus is on some of these veteran leaders to start, you know, taking a little ownership of this. I mean, we've heard a lot from a lot of the young guys, and I think because there's lots of interest, probably media is gravitating to them because we haven't heard a lot from them in our span as Packers fans or span as, you know, the public, what have you. But yeah, some of these veteran leaders need to uh, maybe you know lead by example. I think that's always what a lot of the guys do. But maybe just a little bit more vocal, a little bit more kind of both you know publicly and behind closed doors, and letting guys know what's expected. Because look, this is a team that has not looked competitive coming out the gate these last two games. I mean, competitive. They haven't looked it at all. It's taken. A half, both the last two games they've played for this team to pull, I'm going to say something rude, but I won't, just to wake up, you know? 
That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. You are the Green Bay Packers. I understand it's a transitional year, but that does not excuse just what looked like, especially that first half against Detroit, a disinterested group, especially up front, where the game is most important. That's my rant for today. It's not really a rant, but, you know, those are my thoughts. I've been thinking about it a lot the last 24 hours or so, and I just wanted to get it off my chest. Hope you're all doing well. So good to see everybody in the comments section. Everybody mixing it up. Chris starting us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Not sure if he's getting any, but I will not tolerate any Quay Walker hate. He's on his way to becoming just as important to this defense as 23, 52, and 97. I mean, he's a core core part of their defense now. There's zero question about that. You look at the first month of this season, the first four games they've played, no doubt about it. And I think he's playing extremely well overall. I think he had a really nice game on Thursday night. Problem, of course, is a gigantic mistake at the worst possible moment. Probably tarnishes that image a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, he's a really good player. And it does feel to your point, Chris, that it does feel like he is becoming, right, like a very core part of what they're doing on defense. Now, doesn't mean there's not room for improvement, but I agree. I, I think he uh, he seems to be kind of growing into what we're talking about, a leadership role, but definitely like a playmaking role, a guy who is flying all over the field and arriving in a bad attitude and a bad mood and getting guys on the ground. Um, and I did see some grousing about like, oh, you know, all his tackles are, you know, five yards downfield or whatever that is, you know. But like, yo, I think people remember a play here or there and then color their whole perception of performance with it. Like you go back and watch the tape. That is not the case. That is not the case of anybody on this defense. He's the one guy who usually stops a ball carriers for forward momentum on contact. I mean, not every time. Yes, there were certainly moments where he got taken advantage of like, everybody else on defense but for the most part he's done a good job no doubt uh what else we got here we got terminal frost what's up man we can't expect to be any better than our coaching yeah okay but you know the coaches can't go out there and make tackles the coaches can't go out there and block people the coaches can't go out i mean matt lafleur calls a max protect max protection like seven eight dudes into block the Lions rush four, and their defensive tackle gets through and is basically in Jordan Love's lap in three seconds. There's nothing the coaches can do about that. The players have to, the players have to execute. Like there's, what's that line in American Gangster? Where's the pride of ownership? You own what you put on tape. And I do think they played much better in the second half, but at that point, what does Detroit care? Like, okay, yeah, we've got 27-3 lead to play with here. So, yeah, that, I hear you. Like, you want the coaches to put him in the best possible positions, and you got to think Joe Barry's got to be under a microscope in these uh, meetings with his approach to the run defense. But that said, man, the players got to execute. The players got to make plays. The players got to do what they're being coached, you know? It's always always a marriage, you know. Craig, thanks for the super chat, man. Schadenfreude for Bears. Well, I have a new one that describes our feelings about the Bears. 
Fremdeschan in Germany is the feeling of embarrassment from observing the embarrassing actions of another person. Now you know, go back, go. Wait, you're embarrassed? I I feel no embarrassment for how awful the bears are. I Schadenfreude is the only thing that works. I am relishing in it. All the shit Bears fans talked all offseason, this is their punishment. Their false bravado, their ridiculous confidence in a team that is absolute garbage. And they knew, they knew deep in their hearts, they knew deep down in their souls that their team was garbage. Because their franchise is garbage. It has been for decades. They know this. Uh, Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Last night, NFL officiating. Taylor's version. Bad. <laughs> yeah, well, it just wasn't consistent. Like, look, I have no problem with the flag that was thrown on Sauce Gardner at the end of that game if they had been officiating the game that way the entire night. But they weren't. This is exactly what happened to the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That ridiculous pass interference penalty at the end of the game, which basically salted it away for the Rams. It's like, don't let the guys play, quote-unquote, all night. And then at the most important moment, make it about you. We didn't come here to watch the refs. That's the shit that drives me insane. What else we got here? Rob, thanks to Super Chat, man. What do you think of Tom at center, Jenkins at left tackle? It's a possibility. You know, I would suspect they'd probably put Yash at left tackle first, but uh sure sounds like they're going to ride with Rasheed Walker. Um, I love the idea of Thomas Center. I said it all summer. Um, I think they like how well he's playing outside, though. And I know he gave up some pressures uh, against Detroit. Uh, many of those were, I think, in pretty obvious passing situations where Hutchinson and company could tee off. Like, I don't kill Tom for that. But, yeah, I think they'll most likely leave Tom at right tackle. Left tackle, we'll see. We'll see. Tommy, thanks for Super Chat, man. What's your take on Rodney Harrison comments? How, you know, Rodney Harrison, man. He was one of the dirtiest players to ever step on a football field. And now he's trying to goad guys and call people trash or whatever. It's like, dude, you were the dirtiest player in the NFL for a stretch. Don't call other guys garbage. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I understand he's on television. He's trying to make a name. He's trying to, like, create buzz or whatever he's trying to do. But... Yeah, I don't spend a whole lot of time caring about what Rodney Harrison has to say about anything when it comes to especially quarterback play. I mean, come on. Now, you want to talk about dirty hits? You can talk to Rodney Harrison. But, you know, quarterback play? I don't care. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joshua, thanks for Super Chat, man. 
Hey, Nags, is it too early to be this excited about love? He looks very promising to me. By the way, thanks for all your hard work and insight on the pack. Go, pack, go. Joshua, that's really nice of you to say. Thank you. Um, No, it's not too early to be excited. You should be excited. Don't let the Ross Uglums of the world bring you down. I kid. I, I love Ross, and I totally get where he's coming from with his evaluation of love. I do think his little pre-draft determination of love and then uh, really kind of being behind the idea of, oh, got to keep Rodgers and trade love. Like, none of that has come to fruition. So now he's hanging on by a thread of, like, Ooh, you know, Jordan Love. He might not be the answer because that means I was wrong about Jordan Love. I get it, man. Narratives are tough. Tough, tough things. But, yeah, no, not too early to be excited at all. Get excited. You should be excited. Like, look, are there certainly plenty of areas where he needs to improve and continue to develop? No question about it. But the quotes from Tom Clements today says it all, man. Like, he's confirming the thought that he's a good player. You know, that's what they thought kind of through last year, coming into the summer, stuff you saw in practice in the preseason, training camp, what have you. And he's continuing. It's like these games are an extension of that. And he's only five starts into his career. Do you guys remember how Jalen Hurts looked his first year as a starter? And I'm not saying he's going to end up just like Jalen Hurts. I'm just saying he's barely played, and he looks good. He's got a complete command of the offense. He knows where to go with the football. Yeah, there are things he needs to work on. No question about it. Every young quarterback does. But, man, he has not even begun to scratch his potential, even get inside his potential at all. It is just starting. Absolutely get excited about it. No question about it. Dan, thanks for the Super Chat, man. It's going to be fun to see Devontae again. Hope our corners are ready for it. I will – hey, mad props to Joe Barry today because that was a great, great response when someone asked if he was uh, excited to see Devontae again, and he said, socially or (laughs) – because, man, I don't want to watch him tearing up the Packers' secondary. All I know is we need Jair Alexander healthy. We need him out there. Man, I did not spend 50 years on this planet to finally get a matchup between Devontae and Jair in a game that matters to have Jair miss it because of a bad back. I can't handle that. Like the, My purpose in life would be somewhat dulled. Man, those battles in training camp were... And we got so few of them. They very rarely let those guys really go at it. But when we did get it, ooh, baby, I need that. I need that. Uh, John, thanks for the super chat. Last night, first time I missed watching 12 play. Seeing him on the crutches, that was a tough one. It's a tough one. Greg, thanks for the super chat, man. I know it's rare, but do you bring in another DC now that in this non-contending year to get a new scheme perfected for the 24 Super Bowl winning season? Oh, Greg, that's adorable. Um, no, no, you you're gonna uh, you being Matt, Coach Lafleur is going to he's gonna stick with Barry for the year. Like any moves that are gonna be made will be done in the off season. I mean, he had the chance right this off season to make that move and didn't, and absolutely tied his defense to Joe Barry for another year, and he's going to give him all year to coordinate it. I I don't know what else to tell you. Terminal Frost again. What's up, buddy? Coaching, put this on the roster. Coaching, put this on the roster. Well, you know, technically, no. Personnel put this on the roster. You know, personnel provides the roster, and the coaching has to coach it up. 
John, thanks again, buddy. Rodney Harrison is garbage for his comments. Yeah, he's just trying to get a rise out of people and working. It's working. So, you know, W for Rodney in that regard. Ed, thanks for the super chat. How upset is LaFleur that the sideline phone booth containing the Cheesehead TV fan phone is not up and running? <laughs> That's very – Ed, man, I wish I could tell you something, but I can't. So I will just say that is a very funny comment today. That's all I can say. Um, Brandy, Schrodinger's cat, Joe Barry. <laughs> That's really good. Thomas, thanks for the super chat. Got to use this lighter schedule to get right. I believe in LaFleur to get his crew right down the stretch. I'm with you, Thomas. I do think – Matt is the guy for the job, right? I do think Matt has his finger on the pulse of this team. The problem is this team has looked flat as hell the last two games at home. What? Like, how do you come out of the gate against the Saints and the Lions looking flat as hell? That's concerning. You know what I mean? So I hear you. I hear you. Yes. Use this part of the schedule to hopefully – you know, get things right and get headed in the right direction. But, I mean, it all starts Monday night. Like, the rest of the schedule, whatever. We got to buy, then we got some other games. Great. Awesome. I don't care about any of it except for Monday night. And look, you got you got to be competitive against the Raiders. If they come out for a third game stinking it up on offense for a half, man, then they're in a world. They're in a world of desperation then. Because this is a team that they should be able to at least operate on offense against. You know? Like, I get that things have been up and down, like kind of the, out of the gate so far these last two games. But, man, there are no – like, you're going to be in Vegas. You know that place is going to be filled with Packers fans, too. Like, it's going to be like the Lions did to the Packers on Thursday night. That's going to be, you know, the Raiders Stadium with Packers fans. You know there's going to be a ton there. So – this is the game. This is it right here. What else we got? What else we got? <laughs> Get Eric Stokes back to practice. Logan, um, not official yet, but it most likely will happen this week. I know Matt said he still had to talk to Goody and the medical staff, but, yeah, I think we'll see him out there. If not tomorrow, although that's a possibility, then definitely on Thursday. So we shall see. Lucas, thanks for Super Chat, man. Love that little Wayne carries the G. I had a feeling, I had a weird feeling when he led them out of the tunnel, maybe more distracting, but I respect what they want to do. Not so sure I agree with your police work there, Lucas, but I'm glad you enjoyed it and appreciated it. I think it's ridiculous, but that's just me. <laughs> Jason, love is not the answer. Jason, listen, buddy. We all go through things in life, and we all struggle to find love, and sometimes you get hurt, you know, but the heart, it's a, it's a muscle, right? It's resilient. And I, I feel confident that love, you will find love, and it will be the answer, buddy. Just keep after it, man. I'm pulling for you. Uh, Craig, what is my gut telling me about 69's future in Green Bay? He's done or coming back? Man, my gut, which is ample, says that he's probably done. But we'll see. I know Matt said we're supposedly going to hear from Bakhtiari at some point this week, hopefully, uh, or sometime soon. And he wanted to address his future specifically with or without the Packers, just his future. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, if we're talking Nagler Guttathon, Guttometer, yeah, I'm saying I'm thinking he's done. But we'll see. 
I've been wrong before. Nagler's never right. Mimsy, thanks again, man. Matt LaFleur's transplant's appearance feels unlikely again. Aha! Funny you should say that. Um, no, it's definitely happening this year. In fact, I talked to the Packers about it today. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen this week, but it's going to happen. Um, just trying to find the right time scheduling-wise. But it, it was. it is definitely going to happen. And look, like I told Matt this summer, last year, first time as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, he didn't come on Packer transplants. Also the first time. He didn't make the playoffs. It's science. So, yeah, he'll be back up. It's coming. Uh, Abdul, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Aaron, how much do we miss Campbell? <sighs> Probably more than people realize. Um, that's that veteran leadership I was talking about a little bit ago at the opener. You know, that's a guy who... You know, maybe not quite up to his all-pro form from his first year in Green Bay, but certainly a dude who knows the defense inside and out and is a willing physical tackler. You know, I I struggle to say, like, oh, they miss him desperately because I do think you know, Quay has filled in really well and then they've augmented. Uh, what McDuffie has done is kind of augmented some of the things they want to do in their nickel package. But, um, yeah, probably more than people realize. But we'll see. I mean, hopefully, who knows? I, I don't know how long he's out. Um, I doubt he's back this week, but we'll see. Uh, Thomas, thanks for the super chat. James Robinson working out for the Packers today. I'd love that addition. I love him as a player, but we'll see. Sometimes you're just filling out your emergency lists. Sometimes it's an actual look-see to see if you want to sign somebody. So we'll see. Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Also, I don't get how Yash went from a starter to someone who can't even sniff any snaps with two starters out. Yeah, man, I'm with you. And I really, you got to look back at those comments from Stenovich right at the start of the season, like after camp was over. And he said, you know, some people rise to the occasions, some people don't. And he's our backup now, blah, blah, blah. And then Matt kind of tried to massage that situation and said, you know, we're going to need him at some point. Well, I think now is some point. I mean, if we're talking real here, I would put him at right tackle and move Tom to center and get Josh Myers the hell out of there. But that's just me. I mean, apparently they're content watching Myers and Newman do the do do with defensive tackles when they're trying to push the ball downfield. I wouldn't do that, but it ain't my team. But I hear you, man. Yeah, the Yash kind of fall from grace, so to speak, is, is odd. For a kid who just did everything you asked and went out there and battled and started a boatload of games for you at both tackle spots. But here you are getting run over, and he can't see the field? I don't know. Ryan, thanks for the Super Chat. It sucks right now, but still got to look at the 2-2 two and two as a young team. Just got to clean up the first half and the O-line issues with inconsistency. I'm still confident in the season need to get healthy. I mean, health's a major component, right? I, here's the thing. We were all very, very excited about this season, and, and I still am, right? It's a lot of fun. I love the Packers. I love watching you know, the growth and even the frustrations are part of it, right? They're part of the journey. you got to enjoy the journey. But, yeah, like when the Packers were putting together the roster, they were counting on, all right, we know we've found a way, or they thought they'd found a way, keeping David Bacchiari on the field. Jair Alexander is a major component there. Devondre Campbell is blocking down the middle of the defense, et cetera. Well, all those pieces are gone now, you know, like – and they're in their place is a lot of youth. You got Carrington Valentine. Valentine's out there too, you know. 
running around. You got Rashid Walker, a dude who had played literally four special team snaps before starting in Atlanta. You know, that that's a major difference. So, yeah, they got to get healthy. Got it. You know, at least somewhat healthy. Get Elton Jen- I haven't even talked about Elton Jenkins. I mean, yeah, it's it's difficult, man. They're they're missing a lot of dudes due to injuries and uh, you know, the problem is, is as Matt says, no one cares. Man, everybody deals with injuries. The problem is, is the Packers have a lot of dudes developing behind those guys who are injured. And now that development is taking place in real time before our eyes, and they're taking their lumps. Hopefully that, you know, helps them develop a little quicker. And maybe down the line, late season, next year, whatever, we see the you kind know, of reap the rewards, you know, reap the benefits of all this playing time for young dudes. But right now, yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. Chris, thanks for Super Chat, man. Need to come out of the locker room with the motel men leading the way with stupid or clever. Go, Pat, go. Yeah, no. Uh, nobody needs to hear motel men coupled with football. I think that's a mistake. Craig, thanks for the Super Chat. Now that Cheesehead TV is standalone, do you have better access as a press outlet? How is the business going? You guys are killing it on content. Thanks. Well, thank you, Craig. Um, I don't know. Dude, I, what's so funny is if like we had made this transition in the off season, like I'd probably give you a better answer. But like, man, once football season starts, it's just like down, head down, creating content, and the the business is going. I know that. You know, I definitely have a handle on it. But you know, it's 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 um, busy. It's a busy time of year. So, oh, but Carrie the G is killing it, and that's exciting. And look. Brand new spots just uh, updated on the website. We're pushing a little further west now. We got lacrosse in the mix, people. Carry the G's available in lacrosse now. We're just we're working. We're making our way up to Hudson. It's gonna happen slowly but surely. I'm sorry it's taking so long, but yeah. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? We got Rob. Thanks to the Super Chat Man. What D lineman needs to step up in the run game? Everybody, everybody. I mean, Kenny Clark, for starters, Wyatt, T.J. Slayton. Slayton was a little up and down on Thursday night, but he had some nice game. He had some nice plays. But yeah, everybody, man, everybody, especially when Joe's trotting out these two-man lines, you got to hold it down. Everybody, there ain't there ain't, ain't nobody who doesn't. Every single one. And I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here. I don't think I'm like saying anything crazy. They know this. They have the tape. They've watched it. You know? Yeah. Stanley, thanks for Super Chat. Happy Monday, Nags. How about y'all eat a damn salad? Are you calling me fat, Stanley? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I'll tell you what. I was out for dinner in Little Italy last night, and I definitely did not have salad. Man, it was so good. Oh, my God. Ryan, thanks for Super Chat. This might be a hot take, but I think Romeo is better pure wide receiver than Christian Watson. Christian Watson is more of a deep threat speed guy, but Romeo is all of the above. I mean, you don't have to pigeonhole him. He's really good. He's playing really well. But all we've seen from Christian Watson as of this moment in 2023 is a handful of like 12 snaps, maybe a little more. I mean, look, I, I love Romeo. Don't get me wrong. But let's let Christian Watson play and develop a little bit, shall we? Terminal Frost again. What's up, buddy? Our starting safety steps out of bounds on the interception, so Jared Goff don't hit him proves how soft we are. Yeah, I don't know about that play. 
Yeah, I didn't see it like that. I will say, on the end around that Detroit ran, when Enik Barre is there and presented with Jared Goff, that is your opportunity as a defensive player to absolutely knock the snot out of the quarterback legally. I just think these guys are so, you know, petrified of penalties around the quarterback. When can you hit him? When can you not? How would you have to hit him? Where do you have to hit him? If you hit him, if you look at him wrong, you're going to get a penalty. So, I don't know, man. It's hard to blame defenders for not, like, leveling quarterbacks. You know, that's just a product of the ridiculous over-officiating that the league has done around the position. That's the way I look at it. Uh, Stanley, thanks again, buddy. Come home, Devontae Adams. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. You know how Nagler's never right? I am 100% right on this one. That's never going to happen. Sorry, guys. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and download the Cheesehead TV app. We've updated the app. You get everything that we do, all of our content, all the articles, podcasts, videos. And if you go to Packer World, you'll get everything else from around the beat. All the stuff that Huber puts out, the Paul Brettel, all the guys on the beat, it's all there. ESPN, The Athletic, you can, we, we, we link right to their pages. It's all aggregated on a stream for you. The Cheesehead TV app, we get the schedules there with links to each game for tickets. Like, if you're a Packers fan, the Cheesehead TV app is where it's at. So download it, people. Available for Apple and Android. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I will uh, undoubtedly see you tomorrow here on the YouTube channel where we will have a early edition, early in the week edition of Packer Transplants Live. That's right. Packer Transplants tomorrow on a Tuesday. Get ready, people. It's going to be going to be a good time. I think Corey's got a few things to say. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.